Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, Let's get into today's topic. So this is going to come off sounding really sarcastic, but it's <laughs> it's it's not. What is something not sarcastic from you? Well, that might be true. Um, but in this case, I'm really just stating something here. I think that showing people new things is fun. Okay. But it's even more fun. One, it's my two munchkins. Who right aren't really munchkins anymore they're They're kind of tall uh both of them i have to look in an upwards direction to look your son in the eye they were here and we took them to mount charleston aka the snow the snow yes and it seems like we did it like right in time because because people went down sandwich they were going crazy and like closing the place down yeah. He's getting full. Like, that's interesting to me. I like that they do that. Well, I think it's because it's a federal, federally managed park. They really don't want to fuck up the natural beauty. Well, I've never paid much attention to that stuff because I've never lived close enough to it. Even an hour away was would have been closer. It's the closest national park in, when we were in Orange County. I don't know. Wow. We have... Four? Yeah, there's like four here. That are within an hour driving distance? In a circle. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. No, it is. And and but it was it was interesting because we, you know, go up there and um what we really would have liked to go is Lee Canyon, but Lee Canyon required chains to go any further. Even though you could see that the road was just fine. They still required the chains, and it's probably because of what you were telling uh, Mitchell and Melissa. You know, it 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 gets i it snows, then it, then it gets icy, and then it gets like black with the black ice like stuff, and then you whoop off the road. So this way, you have chains. Well, so and I just on. remembered when I was looking at the map trying to figure out where we should go up there. It's not chains required from where we were. It's chains required from a point above that because there the the road color changed on the map at one point all right well my guess is where it turned where it went red it's a gravel road well that's fine but what what we've seen here is that you're driving you can't make that kind of call on the spot right they don't make it that clear they didn't make it that clear you know we would have had to have understood that before we got there and we didn't ever think about that do you want to know something funny always we've told like Various people, what we did over the weekend, where we went to the snow, not the weekend, but anyway, where we went to the snow, 
And we've described it to every single one of them as, oh, and we went to the snow. And they know exactly what you mean when you say, I went to the snow. Around here, yes. Yeah. The people you tell around here, yes. Yeah. They definitely know. The people that aren't from here trip out. I was telling my dad that we went to the snow. And he was like, how many hours did you have to drive to do that? Like less than 40 minutes. Yeah. Look at that. Four four national parks and, uh, well, national land preservation things and the snow. This is a good place to live. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so peaceful that the stress level that we face on a regular basis is just dissipated. Like, right. it, just, it just is. And that's, and that's a nice thing because... You can't really live where you are unless you're a bit less stressed about things. Right. And it's nice to be living in a place where there's so many options for us to do fun things. I feel like I have to be 50% more alert when out of our house here overall. But that's including our time on Fremont Street in the Strip. Yeah, I'd agree. Which are ghetto. But 50% more. Like, I have to be, like, looking around. All crazy, like thinking everybody's suspicious. Fifty percent more sus. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't necessarily a hundred percent agree with that. If you were to include like local encounters, um, I've always been a proponent. I don't care where you are; you could be in a place where there's only three people that live there, and two of them are police officers. Um, I still say you keep your eyes open and you look around and you make sure you're aware of your surroundings, no right. matter what. So it doesn't bother me that you have to do that because you should be doing that. It actually makes me happy that you're in a situation where you have to do that. But does it really change anything? I don't think so. There's a reason why I always say to keep your head on a swivel. Because that kind of stuff can happen. and There's nothing anyone can do about it. Do you remember when we went to Hollywood the first time and I dressed like a Canadian office worker, tourist? Uh-huh. And everybody knew I was a tourist? Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, and Spider-Man stuck his hand in my pocket and tried to grab my wallet. And said he grabbed my hand and then he was like, whoa, and he ran away. Uh-huh. That pops into my head every time I see a street performer here. <laughs> well. Especially if they're dressed like Spider-Man. It's understandable, though, because you've had that's your experience. Right. You know, and those kind of experiences are kind of traumatic in that they're, they stick with you. They're not traumatic as in like, oh, my God, I'm so scared of street performers now. It's just that it sticks with you. Now you, now you, you, you think to yourself, uh-oh. Better make sure they don't slip their hand in my pocket. I mentally prepare my karate hands. Well, you to know, be, to be honest, I change up where I put my wallet in my bag right, on a regular basis because someone could watch you. Right. And then be like, next time that guy, that guy comes here all the time. Next time he comes here, I know right where to grab his wallet. You know, and it's like, they're not going to get anything that they can do anything with. Because I don't carry cash, but I don't want to encourage criminals. You know, so I make um, it harder for them. 
that's why I like my my wallet to be attached to my phone so much is because I don't feel like a pickpocket's going to get into my normal phone storage location without me noticing since I'm a raw purse user. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's a good point. And so it's too bulky to have a phone and a wallet, but when it's that thin little back of phone wallet, it and I feel very secure. What are you going to take if you rifle in my pocket a snotty Kleenex? What's interesting to me is that because it's colder and we have to wear a little bit more clothing because it's colder when we go out. I eat sleeves at all. I actually (laughs) feel less secure. Why? Because I can't feel the movement as someone tries to slip their hand in my pocket Mm -hmm. because they have multiple layers of clothing on and they're moving and rubbing against each other. It just feels like that. Interesting. And it makes me feel less secure. So that's why what I start to do sometimes is put the things in the in the middle of the hoodie and then put both hands the inside. Yep. Yeah. Then put both hands inside. Now you're, you're not getting now you're not getting my stuff. You know? Because somebody would have to be awfully you'd have to actually be involved in a mugging with a pow pow. Yes. For in order. And I don't just feel like that's you. gonna happen to me no, all the time here. No. But they can't just take it from you. I, I do feel like there are a lot of nefarious people that hang out because there's so many tourists here. That you have to be very cautious. Well, and a lot of, you know, unfortunately, what I've observed is a lot of tourists. Because now we've gone to Fremont Street probably more than we did in like five years prior to that. Okay, in the last like, month. Like in, yeah, like pretty much. Pretty much. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, it's probably been the last month. But, but I see tourists not paying attention to their surroundings and, oh, I know. and not making sure that they know who's next to them and, and whatnot. And it's, it's kind of sad because that's what feeds these nefarious people that you're right. talking about. They wouldn't be there if it was up to local people, because we would be like, wait, wait a damn minute. That guy right there is a criminal. I know this. So I'm going to keep my eye on him. Right. And we don't, get that with um, tourists they're just not as observant they're but that's because they're on vacation man they're supposed right. to be having fun right so they're laughing and they might how- have their they might have followed that like antiquated advice that you should have a money pouch under your shirt yeah and with their cash but they're not doing that with their phone or right. their 200 dollars sunglasses right you know like uh, and that's what they'll snag right I mean, it's remember, also a lot easier to pawn. Do you remember? Do you remember? Anyway. Do you remember when we watched that show and it was like something about um, black market crime? I don't remember what it was called exactly. <laughs> um, it might have just been Black Market Inc. But because it was part of that series that's, you know, Drugs Inc. Yeah. You know, um, Vice Inc., et cetera, et cetera. I think, you know, so whatever this one was. But it was Black Market Crime. And they were talking about in Chicago, there'd be roving gangs that would go around and like just swoop in when someone was looking at their phone and yeah. grab it and keep running. Do you remember when iPhones first came out? They were so expensive. Yes. And there was that like rash of <clears throat> people stealing people's iPhones and they could tell you had an iPhone because your headphones were white. Right. Yeah. And then people would, and when then people were also. When the iPhone upgraded mm-hmm. and they had the long lines at the Apple store, 
Yeah. People were waiting in the parking lots and they would steal from people coming out uh, of the store. Because they was before like there was all the tracking and stuff you can do with an iPhone. It yep. definitely the first generation didn't have that. Yep. And yeah. My mom, she bought me a pair of white headphones, one of like two thousand and four for Christmas or something. And she's like, You're not allowed to use those outside of the house. <laughs> Why? Like, what kind of nuts are you? What are you talking about? She's like, I also got you a black pair that you can use outside of the house. Why didn't you just get the black pair? <laughs> but right. that was her reasoning for not wanting me to use the white ones outside the house. But the reasoning the... that she had was sound, actually, at the time. Right. So Maybe not so much in small town Alberta. Probably but... not. But, <laughs> you know, she didn't think of it that way. But, you know, yeah. speaking of... Speaking of rules and regulations and laws and whatnot, did you hear about the the new law that happened um, to go in place in Nevada in uh, beginning of January here? Did you hear about it? No. I only read the California laws for some reason. Okay, well. Yes, they're dumb. Okay, well, <laughs> this one I'm actually supportive of. They are, have made it supportive so that you know, of a law? in the previous version of this law, um, if you got like a ticket for running a stop sign, you know, and then you, for whatever reason, didn't show up to court, maybe you never got the paperwork or whatnot. You forgot right. all about it. You just didn't show up to court. Well, they would issue a warrant for your arrest. Which is psycho. It is. Um, and I'll explain why in a moment. And the new law makes it so that they don't do that. They treat it almost like a civil case and they come after your bank account you know they'll they'll put a lien on your tax return that kind of thing that's so smart and the reason i think it's psycho to go after people and put them in jail for it is that all you're doing is making the problem worse because when those people get put in jail they're going to lose their job right which then means they lose their ability to pay their bills oh no which then means that just creates more of these i can't pay my bills situations for that person what are you going to do? Put them in jail every time? Right. Especially when you caused that one. Yes, I know they caused it. They violated this law, but who supported the stupid law? Right. Maybe you shouldn't have. That's kind of the point. Correct. You know what? If they issued a warrant for somebody's arrest for something dumb like that, and then, then police are like actively out there doing police things they're going to pull this guy over for a busted taillight they're going to see that he has a dumb warrant then they're going to waste their time arresting him taking him to the police station doing all the police station things and putting him in jail when they could be catching like 17 rapists and a jewelry thief and also they're going to spend the time and money to impound his car and the, the room and board that it costs them to have him in the jail cell. Well, all of those costs to the citizens of this country when they could have just charged him the $792 to apologize for his fuckery and only penalize him. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the most obvious thing ever that a government just can't seem to get, I guess. But, you know, um, but they made but they this is a step in the right direction because so you know it it affects people um I'm sure inordinately it will affect the poorer people 
more than the richer people. And so it just makes sense that it would because, you know, when you're making, you know, it costs what it costs to buy groceries for a family of, you know, four. Right. I don't care whether you are the richest person in America or the poorest person in America. A family of four costs what it costs. Okay. So, but if you only make fifteen twenty dollars an hour, that's your pay uh-huh. because that's your skill level. Well, the time that you lose becomes more important to you than to the guy that makes one hundred and fifty dollars an hour because he'll still be able to afford to feed his family. Right. You not so much. Right, and and in that situation, it's something you just let go and trash your credit score, and it holds you down, but. Also doesn't but you have time, strangle you but, out while it's doing it. But you also have time to fix it because you then right. can arrange for payment plan and whatnot. Right. You can't do that if they pick you up and throw you in jail. Right. And this is the government we're talking about. The government that will take whatever payment plan you can offer them. Yeah. Send us $6 a month, sir. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> As they should be. Well, yeah. But the point is you, you're going to find a point of agreement. Correct. With them right it's just gonna happen. or if it was if it was legitimately a situation where you didn't get the paperwork or you were in the hospital for what or whatever that you couldn't make it to court or you're just an idiot what you, that's possible too yes there are possibilities and uh then they can get a chance to go and request a new court date and get it handled mm-hmm. yeah no it 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 changes so much. It makes it a business transaction rather than, uh, oh my God, I'm ruining but it's your only life. For, you go to jail. But it's only for, you know, minor infractions. Right. It's not for DUI. But it's for like, you know, small speeding tickets. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think it's a good thing because it's, it's an equitable way of treating everybody involved in that situation. Everybody. Yep. There's, it doesn't matter whether you're rich, poor, somewhere in between, you, you're hit the same way. Everybody's hit the same way. Right. And that is no need. Why, why give somebody a jail, um, term on their record? Because they forgot to pay a speeding ticket of like $159. Right doesn't make any sense i'm curious to know what the actual list of minor infractions is now because i knew nothing about this um going to have to go and look it up and find what find out what their like definition of minor infraction but the best part is that anybody who has been convicted of this kind of thing previously Uh is getting pardoned and and anyone else who has like um warrants pending Uh those get dismissed Interesting. January first, but that's the funny thing; those things are in those things are in um, in effect until midnight on December thirty first. Watch out, guys! So be careful; don't get pulled over. Well, except you know, it's well, already it's like, already passed. So, but I hope they were careful and didn't ago. get pulled over because that warrant would go into effect, and poof, <laughs> oof. So I don't know. I think I think that um, people are nuts. Ultimately, is what it come always comes back to for me. People ultimately, people are, are nuts. nuts. Well, that's a beautiful place to end and stop rambling about things. Well, <laughs> maybe not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.